We're two book-loving, Diet Coke-drinking chatterboxes. We ramble on about books, movies, life in a library, and anything else that comes to mind. We're Librarians Unhushed, a podcast from the Bella Vista Public Library. Hello, Bella Vista and two people in Canada. We're Librarians Unhushed, and we're back for our second episode. And this is Amanda. That's Amanda. And I'm Bailey. Bailey. And today, as we kind of teased in our last episode, we're talking about what literary character we would take on a Valentine's date. But before we get into the fun Valentine's shenanigans, maybe not the best choice of words, right. um, we just wanted to kind of talk about our last episode. You guys really seemed to like that. We were kind of shocked. Yeah, I'm actually impressed with us. I know. I didn't know we had it in us. I didn't either. I didn't. I mean, I knew that we were entertaining, but I, I just didn't, thought we thought we were yeah. funny. I didn't think anybody else would think yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad. I know. Kind of, <laughs> kind of feel validated in our work now. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Yes, and we thank you very much. You keep listening to our to our shenanigans because these are shenanigans. They really these are, are definitely shenanigans. Definitely. So in our last episode, we put the question out there, um, we put it on Twitter, we put it up here at the library, we put it on our Facebook page, what literary character would you take on a Valentine's date? And it's, we got a, a lot of responses. We got a lot, and it's also very revealing of how many books I haven't read. Yes, I was, I'm, I'm a little afraid to share these, because then yeah. I go, I haven't read that, I can't comment on it, I haven't read it, I don't know. But so this is going to be fun. <laughs> nevertheless, we've never feared about making a fool of ourselves in the public sphere. So why That's start true. now? Not going to start this morning. All right, take it away, Amanda. The first, I think we're going to go through the people's suggestions first, and then we'll kind of talk about our own sure. ideas. So the first one we got, not necessarily the first one, but first we one got, we wrote down in order. First one we wrote down um, from Twitter, um, and it's actually from Lily, who I have to say, thank you. Lily, for coming up with the name of our podcast. We didn't get to say that last time. Seemed like Darren Bob on Channel 5 liked it oh, a lot. Oh, he did. That was fun. So, kind of a shout out to Lily. So, she would take Peter Parker on a Valentine's Day date. Spider-Man. He's already wearing red. You know, that's very well, Valentine's Day. Well, he is wearing date. red. Yeah. And, you know, he might have to leave suddenly. That's true. And he's a teenager. You might not have get to order anything really delicious. No. Probably have to go to, you know, Taco Bell, which is fine. I love I, Taco Bell. I would gladly go to Taco yeah. Bell. Anybody wants to take me to Taco Bell, I'm ready to go. Love Taco Bell. So, yeah, that's respectable. I like it. A superhero. Yeah. Maybe if you're going with the movie version, maybe not uh Oh, yeah. If you had to pick a movie version of Spider-Man, who would you go out with? Which Spider-Man? Oh, I forgot his name. Um, Which one? Um, newest? No. Oldest? Middle? Middle. Andrew Garfield. That's who I would pick. <laughs> Good choice. That's, okay. That's the, yeah, that's the best yeah. choice I was. Speaking of superheroes, we also had someone wants to take out Thor. Thor. That would be great. He might have to leave suddenly, too, and he might throw a glass down to indicate that he wanted another drink. He does. He did do you that. You know, he's learned. He's come a long way, you know, yeah, about our true. strange earthly customs, but there's also a very good chance that he might take you off to, like, Asgard and, like, get some, like, awesome... Like feast banquety stuff going That's on. That's true, and I'm into that. There would probably be pie. Yeah, I mean, do you see some I of those feasts they go on? What I can uh, get into yeah. that. 
That sounds really good. I'm noticing a trend that we're commenting on the food that we would be getting. I don't really care who takes me out, but what are we eating? <laughs> hey, a girl's got to eat. A girl's got to eat. Hey, a guy's got to eat, too. We had we had some other suggestions from some guys. We did. We had, um, for the guys' department, um, Elizabeth Bennett from Pride That's such Prejudice. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. And we also, had somebody suggested Mr. Darcy. I kind of figured we would get those. Yeah. Because Pride and Prejudice is, I mean, classic. So mm-hmm. that kind of seemed like the obvious go-to answer. We also had Cho Chang. Yes, we got from some Harry Potter. Got some Harry Potters in there. Yeah, I liked that one. Yes. Um, someone said Helen of Troy. Babe. I- I'm assuming. I mean... You're willing to go to war for that. There you go. It's worth fighting for. That's what the person for. said. Yeah. This anonymous. Sorry. Yeah, these are all anonymous. Sorry, Lily, you're the only one who wasn't anonymous. Called you out. <laughs> Called <but>. you out. <laughs> Let's see. We also have um, this one was the probably the most interesting one we got. The Mad Hatter. Yes. Tea party? Top hat? Crazy? I, could go, I, I could don't go know. down with some tea parties and top hats. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could probably do that. I, I can pull off a top hat. We could have, like, a top hat party. <gasps> Maybe mm. it's because he's down for anything. Always a good time, you know. That's true. They're singing. They're singing. They sing even when it's not your birthday. That's true. I can't so. imagine what they do on your birthday. Oh, gosh. Probably yeah. nothing. <laughs> probably nothing. <laughs> oh, it's your birthday? Get back to me tomorrow. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, one interesting one. Not as interesting as the Mad Hatter. And I guess I should have... I should have guessed this one would be on here, but it's Christian Grey. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. I am very opinionated about this one. Well, I think you should talk about it. I haven't read them. I've just heard oh of it, and gosh. I don't... I don't know what it says about me and that I'm a librarian in some of these classics I have not read. But you but read Fifty Shades read. of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> I did read that. I just wanted to see what the hype was about. I mean... From what I, I heard, really and like, it. I didn't read it, but from what I heard, he's kind of like a creep. He, he's controlling. Yeah. And one thing she keeps saying throughout the book is, oh, boys and their toys. And, and she is that. She's that she is, that she's, yeah. And so it's just kind of, eh. He has some, you know, parent issues, mommy issues, and it's just kind of, you know, not, not my first choice. But I bet he could afford to buy you lots of food. He did buy her awesome food, and he had great taste in wine. She so, said, I mean, if it's just the one date, if it's just, like, buy me oh, a okay. meal. I'd do it. Yeah. Just just buy me food and wine, and then, like, I'll lose your number. There you go. <laughs> I could do that. I could do as a Dating advice from librarians on Hush. <laughs> Get that food and wine. Get that food and Run in good. the other direction from controlling people. <laughs> Along those same lines, we had someone say that they would not want the guy from you. Oh, Joe? Joe. Yeah, no. 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 By the way... That's the beginning of Criminal Minds right there. I've seen that episode. Yes, it is. <laughs> no. You that end up in a book, boy's basement. I have just read that book. Very good. Mm-hmm. I could not stop reading it. Could not stop. We'll have to read it. It just sounds scary. Like, I don't like the stuff that's realistic. Like, yes, that could actually happen. And, like, that's, I don't need those thoughts, you know. And it really could. It really could because he he stalks her online. And then he finds out where she lives. And girl does not have curtains in her house. That is a massive pet peeve of mine. Like, who does not have curtains or blinds? You just want to live your life on display? No. I know. No. Wait. No. Cover those windows. He is also very controlling in in the book, he's more controlling than in the show. Mm-hmm. But 
But still, yeah, avoid that. But how would you know? I mean, if it's some other person, like, how would you know? Don't trust anyone. <laughs> X-Files, trust no one. Just get them, you know, for a nice day, nice time, good food, and then... I mean, at least Finish. for literary characters, I mean. For literary that are, characters. That are kind of odd. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of controlling. None of this is actual dating advice yes, on real people. These are all <laughs> ridiculous situations involving characters that are not real. Yes. So, one of my favorite ones that we had was Wesley. Oh, From Wesley. The Princess Bride. That is probably the best answer we got. And the reason was because he'd do anything. As you wish. For her. As you wish. As you wish. The Princess Bride is an amazing film. And we have it here at the library if you haven't yes, seen we it. Do. Come check it out. I can't believe anybody hasn't seen it, but there are people out there who have not yet witnessed the magic, the glory of the Princess Bride. It's so good. It really is. It is amazing. It's, it's so funny. quotable. Yeah. It's it's just one of those like absolutely quotable movies. Okay, I think Bride. it's time. We have to get into the ones that we have not read. The ones that are going to embarrass <laughs> the us. The ones that people are going to say, how are you librarians? How is this working? You have not read these books. I've read a book. It just didn't happen to be any of these. <laughs> All right. So I'll, we got Jake from The Sun Also Rises. And, and I I've heard of it. I've heard of the it. The title rings a bell. <laughs> what but happens? I don't know. The, the person who, who, um, the anonymous person who suggested that when he said that because he would go and like hang out with his friends and go, I think she said that he'd go fishing. It just sounded like a good time. Hmm. He, they, he'd go eat with one friend for lunch and then leave that place and go eat in another place with his friends. So he's up for two meals back to back. I think that's a big one. That's, okay. Yeah. Noted. Might have to read that one. And I think he would nap then. Ooh. So that's food and nap. And a nap. This may be the perfect person. I think I think I need to read this book. I think so. I put a star next to it. Actually, this one might be worth reading. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna butcher this one. Yeah. And I know, like everyone has read this book. This has been one of those popular books. It's been checked out for ages. Every book club read it. And we're talking about a gentleman in Moscow, and the Valentine's date is Count Alexander Rostov. Which count? That I'm, sounds nice. That sounds, sounds like fancy. You pronounced it right. So I studied endlessly in three seconds while I read it. Um, but count, I'm implying there's some sort of status. Okay. Perhaps unless it's unless it's like a misnomer, like ah yes, the count mm. who actually like Count Olaf, you know, well, there he's not know. a real count. No. I'm not taking Count Olaf on a date. No. No. Now who is that? <gasps> From a series of unfortunate events. Uh-oh. Yep, there's another one I haven't... Well, there are 13 of them. Well, you know, take some time. Yeah, I haven't was, read that one. That was middle school. That how was middle many, school Bailey's How many um, points is that against me? 13. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> one for each book. All right, so, yeah, never read A Gentleman in Moscow, so can't really comment on Planning on it, though. Plan, I'm, I, I plan, I'm planning on it. That I have sounds, a lot it, in my to-read pile. Sounds like a boring adult book. Don't read those boring adult yeah. books. <laughs> yeah. Is there murder in it? Is there? I'll have mm. to look that up and see. Does, does anyone die in this book? Is it worth my time? <laughs> All right. One of them, I haven't read the book. I've seen the movie. Um, and we got a couple of these. Uh, was Rhett Butler from Gone with the Wind. And that kind of seems 
I like also a class, like a classic answer. I also have never read the book, and I've not seen the movie. Oh, so that how many strikes is that now? Well, you know that's <laughs> it's a classic. It is. I've never read the book because it's about two million pages long. I mean, it's it's a feat to accomplish it. Um, and the movie's also four hours long, so there's not really, like, a short version, but a lot of mm. stuff happens. Um, and I, I would definitely say watch the movie because, well, it's a good movie, and it's it's just an iconic piece of film history, really. It was right. one of the first um, color pictures. Oh. 1939 was a really big year for film. You had Gone with the Wind come out. You had Snow White, the first animated um, movie, and oh, then right. you had The Wizard of Oz. So that was a that was a big year for the history of film. And I did not know that. That was color film. So I guess Ooh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I know too cool. much about movies. Sort of movie podcast. <laughs> you could. Movies. You could. Movies and sharks. That's She's all wearing I'll talk a about. Ghostbusters shirt right I am. now. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, we didn't mention Bill Weasley. Oh, Bill. Oh, yeah. Poor Bill. But he was, you know, he would have great stories. He would. He's traveled all over the world. Got into a fight with a werewolf. Yeah. Lived to tell the tale. See? Has a super cool ponytail. All interesting stuff. All interesting things. Yeah. And look at the family. You would get to hang out with the Weasleys, and the Weasleys are, like, the coolest people ever, and Molly would knit you a sweater and, like, cook you homemade meals whenever you came to visit. And the dad would be, what do you do? As a muggle, you, you, you do what? You use a microwave. <laughs> we could show him microwave popcorn. Can you imagine Arthur Weasley experiencing microwave popcorn? He would watch it. He would, he like, just lose his mind. Time. Yeah. And then he'd eat it and go, like, what? What is a podcast, he would say. You would be like, I don't know, talk. I just make one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the last one we're going to talk about, and then we're going to do ones that were suggested for Girls' Night. Yes. Um, Eric Northman. Is that it? Yeah. That's what From I have on my page. Sookie Stackhouse. Are those the vampire books? Those are the vampire books. True Blood was based on those. And I think, oh, you know, okay. she's a southern, it's like southern gothic. And like Louisiana, like. I think so. Yeah. Not read those either. There are vampires in Louisiana. This has been very revealing. Haven't read anything. Oh, never, wait. Never read a book. Tom from Bird Box, one more. <gasps> Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, he was. I like Tom. Tom. Yeah. Take him too soon. He was. Rip. <laughs> Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it or read it. Um, he's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Pay no attention to the dead man on the floor. Okay, so for the girls' night. Yes, we got one suggestion that they said they would take Miss Havisham from Great Expectations and Bertha Mason from Jane Eyre on a girls' night because they so desperately need one. And I have to agree. Those girls have had it rough. And Amanda's over here going, those are books. <laughs> <laughs> I have not read Great Expectations, mm. but I have read the other one that you said just now. Oh, that was convincing. <laughs> that that one book that you just said like three seconds I, ago? That I one. am sorry for all of my, if my, any of my college professors are listening to this and I had to read these for your class, I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're going back through their files going, but she wrote this paper so well. <laughs> But um, they've, they've both suffered a lot, you know. There's being locked in an attic. That's, yeah. You know. That's the was one she that really crazy or did, was she just inconvenient? Mm, let's discuss. Poor Miss Havisham really did not get over being jilted. Poor, mm. poor gal. So, yeah, they could use a night on the town. 
That sounds I could definitely fun. use some. Yeah. So those were our suggestions given by our delightful listeners. We appreciate the the feedback. That makes it more fun when yeah, that was you guys really get fun. to be a part of the podcast. And now I have more on my to read pile. So much more. And to watch. You're gonna have to take like a week. Uh, you're going to have to take, like, a month of vacation and be like, I have to read all these books. People on the internet will be mean to me That's if right. I don't. I think the ones that I, the one that I would take on a date. Yes, let's get into who we would take. Who would you take? Okay, the one I would take on a date is Jay Gatsby. Mm. And it goes back at the beginning of this conversation where... He could really afford a good meal. (laughs) (laughs) We just want to eat. But, you know, your Valentine's Day might be a party, though. That's true. So you would have to be like, no, okay, I want want a restaurant. I I don't want a thousand But, you know, he actually wasn't... He actually wasn't rich, right? No, he was rich. It was just illegal money. There you go. So, I mean, he could be taken away at any moment. And then, oh no, who's absconding with all the jewels and money left in the safe? Yeah. Never to be seen or heard from again. But that that was the one. Respectable. Mine's mainly like a food geared thing because... Food. I mean, Valentine's Day is mainly about chocolate and food and, you know, I guess the love stuff, too. Well, see, like, in my household growing up, we always did Valentine's Day as, like, the things you love? Because, like, how are you going to do, like, ah, hi, here's my six-year-old. Who are you in love? Like, it's, you know, that's just ridiculous. And so it was always kind of like, you know, celebrate the things in life that you love, which I always thought was a much more fun way to do it. So, like, we'd always have, like, our favorite foods, always favorite foods, and we'd watch our favorite movies and do that kind of thing and just, like, a celebration of the the good things in life, you know? (laughs) We, my family always did, um... You celebrated people you love, but it wasn't, you know, a significant other. Yeah. And I would get my family stuff uh, for Valentine's Day. They mm-hmm. would get me stuff, and they would send stuff to school. And I would oh, always have flowers and God. balloons. We're and... talking about this because this is childhood trauma that needs to be discussed publicly on the radio or internet, whatever this is. So, elementary school, middle school, public school years. Yes. People would always, like... Valentine's Day was always a big deal at school, and people would always, like, send, like, their parents would be like, ah, oh, here's this massive balloon that you get to take around with you all day so all the other kids know how much you're loved. And then, like, my mom never sent me anything, because, like, why? It was like, there was a balloon for me at home, but I didn't get the public display of affection going, yes, my mom loves me too. Well, I think I got one because my mom worked in a flower shop. Oh, that's fair. So I got like a rose and I had a balloon. But my public schools, all the ones that I've been, you know, attending, yeah, they didn't let, make you carry it around the whole day. You had to pick it up at the end of the school day. Oh, so it stayed no. in the office. It was like having it at lunch and they'd be like, oh, look. You know, so-and-so got this massive arrangement of, like, balloons and flowers and all this stuff. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah. I want something. Yeah. And then it was always so awkward when you did, like, like, you could, we always bought, had, like, heart-shaped suckers that you could, like, for a buck, you could buy and send to people, like, in mm-hmm. different classrooms. And it was the always, you know, and none for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> Four okay. for you, you go, Glen Coco. Four for you, but none for Gretchen Wieners. I never like, got those either. Yeah, it was only ever from like my parents. It we were just unloved. It was just convenient. I did buy some for myself because those suckers were awesome. I, I want to know where their who their sucker dealer was. They were really good. 
Sucker, sucker. How many times can I say sucker? Sucker dealer. (laughs) You're a sucker dealer. (laughs) These candy sugar sticks are amazing. All right, so for my Valentine, let's get back on track. (laughs) (laughs) Off on a tangent, it's fine. So, technically, it's it's a book character. I never read the book, but um, I did see the movie. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, how the tables have turned. Okay. Okay, now. Well, you didn't see the movie either. Okay. You hadn't read the book or seen the movie. I've at least seen the movie. Go on. And I've intentionally not read the book. It's not a a lapse in reading. It's an intentional choice. Because I love the movie so much that I know once I watch, once I read the book, I'll be like, this movie's not an accurate representation. Okay, I'm very curious now. It's Holes. (laughs) Holes is one of my favorite movies No, I have read that book. It's one, Holes is literally, like, I will defend Holes to the death. Like, it is such a great movie. I could do a whole episode on why Holes is such an important film. Like, um, I wish I was still in school so I could write papers on Holes. Just a correction that I have read the book and seen the movie. Okay. Well, I was just talking about, like, for the other ones. Oh, well, yeah. But, and see, like, I refuse to read the book because I love the movie so much. And I know the minute I read the book, I'll be like this isn't right. That's not what happened. And I don't want to ruin the movie, so I won't read it. Gotcha. But I would, I would take, um, Sam because I love Sam with all my heart. (laughs) He's so good and he can fix that. And he's so caring and so handy, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I don't even like peaches, but the, the whole like peach jam thing looks, Mm -hmm. oh, she had the peaches. Sorry. Onions. I do like onions. You know, he'd like saute up some onions, get a whole meal going on. He's got a boat little romantic cruise on the lake while it's still there. I'm taking Sam out. I like it. Yeah, I'm taking Sam out. Wow. Mine was all about food, so. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of a handyman. Like, oh, <laughs> my door my door won't close. Oh. Call a handyman. I can fix that. There you go. There you go. So I'm taking Sam out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, so those are our Valentine's ideas, and yours as well. So we want to talk about some of our upcoming events, kind of let you know what's going on at the library. Um, So last time we didn't talk at all about our teen night. We have a monthly teen night. I know we've got some teens out there kind of listening, so hey, shout out to you guys. Um, We have a monthly teen night at the library. meets on the third Friday of the month at 530. Um, It's open to everyone ages 11 through 17, and we do some of the craziest stuff you've ever seen happen at a library. Whoa now. Uh, we have shoved our faces into bowls full of pudding to dig for worms. We have done, like, sumo wrestling in the parking lot. Wow. Slip and slides. Uh, it's, it's, there have been some things I'm not quite willing to share with the public. <laughs> <laughs> not sure about the liability on some of these, so hold on. But, but we do some crazy stuff. And for February, we're having a game show night. Fun. I've always wanted to be a game show host, so I'm really looking forward to Are you going to dress up? I Do you have so. one of the skinny mics? Then? That's I okay, so last summer we did name that tune and we were doing like a bunch of like seventies kind of game show things because seventies game shows are my favorite thing in the world. And I looked all over Amazon for like one of those like really skinny mics, but it was too expensive for Aww. just a costume. I'm like, no. Well, okay. So teens, come hang out with us um and play some game shows. We're gonna do like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and all like the classic game shows that you Fun. watch. And then in February. I'm really excited about this. I know this is kind of like a more low-key sort of thing, but we're going to have someone come and talk about letter writing. Oh, I love writing letters. I do too. I love I love snail mail. I love writing letters. I love getting letters. And um, the lady who's coming to speak actually has like a group 
that they like have pen pals and they send oh, so they send fun. each other. They, she like organizes all this stuff, but she's gonna come talk about like the letter writing revival and how to be involved. And so, is she gonna hook you up with a pen pal if you want one? Um, she does have a group that does that. So okay. this, like at this program, let's just kind of talk about like some of the history of letter writing and how it's oh, evolved okay. and like the art and you know the different like styles and trends and that kind of stuff which kind of like on the surface if you're not really into that kind of maybe sounds slower but like it's really the way she described it to me and I'm not doing a great job of like reiterating that it mm. sounds fascinating I think and it I'm, sounds fun I really I just love writing letters so I would love a pen pal I know yeah send us a letter yes please send <laughs> us a letter to to the Bella Vista Public Library send us a letter yes and we will write you back oh my gosh we that can would have be pen so much pals. Fun. oh I love writing letters so much all right so that's just a couple of the things we've got coming on in February so as we like to close all of our episodes with some books that we've recently been reading. I got a really good one, people. So, if there's anything that you can get from the conversation of who would you take, which literary character would you take on a Valentine's Day date, mm-hmm. is that you should read what you want. Read what you like. If it's a classic and you're just trying to get through it, just move on. No, but no big deal. Yeah. So this is a YA book, and this may be shocking to some people it's breaking news you do not have to be a teenager to read <gasps> young adult literature are you serious i'm serious what <laughs> so the book i'm going to recommend is a ya book and it's called here lies daniel tate by Kristen terrell Ter- terrell maybe okay i butchered the name sorry but it's very good here lies daniel tate i think this is the only book with that title so if you had trouble finding the author it's really good um, it is actually based on a true crime. <laughs> Amanda, what are you doing reading Shocking. a true crime book? And it's actually a documentary on Netflix, and I forgot the name of that. Um, I'll have to look it up, and we can put it, we'll in, put the it in the description later. Yeah, so look for that. Um, it's based on a true crime where this twenty-something-year-old um, man acted like he was a missing. 11 or so year old boy Hmm. and um, he wasn't even from America so he had like an accent he didn't look like a 12 year that age Um, he had faked some different markings on his body so that they would think it was him Hmm. I mean this is all true so far you know I'm not gotten into the book yet but the family just accepted him So, so they even though they blatantly could see this was not their son they were like yeah that's him. yes yes Weird. so then you're thinking well that's interesting enough that someone would act like they're this missing boy yeah but then the family is trying to cover it up as well like they would they would not let anyone do a dna test to make sure that he was actually the boy so like was it just that they were so desperate to have their son back they just pretended like oh hey we'll accept this this is as close as like denial or like Shady things were afoot. That's a good question. Ooh, now I gotta read it. That's right. Ah, so that's the true story, and we still don't know. I haven't looked up the case in a while. We still don't know if it was like they were just in denial, or if some if they know what happened. So anyway, ah, the book is based loosely on that um, 
it follows about the same storyline except the family is very rich and they take him in and you it has everything is kind of closed up in a little bow so okay. you, there's no so the book is actually like kind of a fictionalized yes but based off of this yes. true case okay yes very good very interesting I read it probably in one evening it was so good and do we have it here I need to take it we off. have it here we just purchased it ah get if in you line pal look at our staff picks it is one of my staff picks so. Woo-woo. I'm going to, oh, that sounds really interesting. Five, ten out of five stars. Ten out of five stars. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Well, my book sounds really boring now. (laughs) Um, So I'm recommending, I liked my book this time. Good, I'm glad to hear that. That's always a nice change. Good. So instead of ranting, I'll rave. How wonderful. (laughs) Um, So I just read uh, From Here to Eternity by Caitlin Dowdy. I love Caitlin Dowdy with all of my heart. Um, she is a mortician in California, and her first book we have here at the library, and someone actually reviewed it, um, for summer reading. So, like, during summer reading, we have, like, people can write reviews, and I was like, that sounds awesome. Nice. And so I read it, and, um, loved it, and it turns out she has a YouTube channel, she has all this, um, fascinating stuff where she talks about, um, like, different death practices, um, the culture, our, our Western culture of, like, death. Interesting. And her work as a mortician, and just kind of, like, all the morbid questions that everybody wants the answers to, but then, like, we have such a taboo about death, it's like, oh, well, I can't ask you that. You can't talk about it. Ask right. Caitlin, she'll tell she'll, you. It's great. <laughs> I love her. Does she have a podcast? Ah, uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'd listen to it. I know. I should Sounds look that interesting. Up. We'll put it in the description. If she does, yeah, we'll put it in the description. Um, So this is her newest book, um, and in this book, the first book was kind of her own experiences coming up in the mortuary world, and this one, she traveled the world. She went all around the globe to different countries um, to see different cultures' death practices and how there's such a wide variety of belief systems and... Um, traditions and rituals and just cultural feelings about death that are so different from our own and so many people are so much more comfortable with the concept of death we um our western culture really tries to hide it and go Mm -hmm. oh no you know ship mom to the funeral home you don't see her she goes in the ground that's it and Mm -hmm. so many more people have a much more um, personal relationship with it you know they take care of their own family members and and one of the things I thought was fascinating, which might be a little morbid for some of our more sensitive viewers, um, I forget which country it was, but, like, they will get rid of their dead bodies by vultures. Wow. They'll just sit them on a mountaintop and they'll let the vultures um, do their job. I'm like, that that sounds cool. I would get eaten by vultures. You'll hear it here first, people. Hear it here first. <laughs> Bailey would get eaten by vultures. That would be cool. We do have a lot of vultures in Bella Vista. Honestly, if you just hid my body in the woods, that would probably be what happened. Please don't um, hide Bailey's body in the woods. <laughs> yeah, please wait until I'm dead. Don't cause my death. I, I can't do this podcast alone. Please. We're not inviting. We do talk about murder. We do talk about murder, but we're not, like, inviting it. In. Yeah. We're just yeah. kind of, like, morbidly curious, but not, yes. like, ready to die. Curious. So uh, we want to make that distinction very clear. <laughs> and that's all we have today, that's folks. Um, we want to thank you for listening, and don't forget to come by the library and let us know if you hated the books we recommended or if you liked them. And shameless plug before we go, please come follow us on Twitter. 
Our Twitter is awesome and hilarious, so if you want to give us a follow, it's at BVPL Unhushed, and you will get kind of a back behind the scenes look at some of our recording stuff and what goes on when we're not recording and some of the really just stupid things we say. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Librarians Unhushed is sponsored by the Bella Vista Public Library. For more information about the programs, resources, and materials available through the library, please visit our website at www.edpl.org. Thank you.